Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hello and welcome again everyone to episode number 127 of the Broadcast Geeks. We are currently coming to you live and direct from the Sex Spot Comedy Studios, uh, located above Mutiny Information Cafe on the beautiful South Broadway of Denver, Colorado. I am one of your, uh, we're, we're like a tight 80s band. We're just four hardcore members. Uh, we're the Van Halen of, of, I got more to talk about about Van Halen later, that's why I wanted to say that. We're the Van Halen of podcasts. I am Jeff Albright. Mad or It's Midnight Mitch Jones. And I am also Mitch Jones. Oh no. Oh, this is even better. You guys didn't. We were re-recording the intro well, for reasons we won't tell you why. Tell <laughs> Will the real Mitch Jones please stand up? Please stand, please stand up. up. Yeah. So be proud to be out of your mind and out of control one more time. Not as you can. How does it go? I'm Mitch Jones. All right. No, I'm Jake Becker. We're another week in. Yeah. And we're still here. Yeah. We're still here, and it's uh, we've got big news. We're going to be on the radio. We talked a little about it last week. You might be hearing us on the radio right now. This could be on the radio. Just when that, this is we're, we're, how many black holes are already dealing with on the show, and now we're dealing with this added on the pa- future past listening. Take, take your hat off of your brain. I know. Roll. I know this is kind of like your brain's what's going happening, over here, Jeff. This is what's going to happen in uh, Avengers I don't know Four. Why I'd actually, right? Okay, I see what you're saying. Because they talked <laughs> about Avengers Four. Is there time travel? Or is it something to do with memory in the quantum realm? Because they're going to talk about there's going to be some sort of time travel-like thing. So we're kind of time traveling by talking about being on the radio. In the future. Right. Oh, my God. All right. I think... I think it's going to be Ant-Man. Spoiler alert, first of all. Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you haven't seen it, it's a good movie to check out if you want. Um, But it is... uh, At the end, when he's in the quantum realm, uh, right before he goes in, uh, Janet Van Dyne, Michelle Pfeiffer, tells him to not go near any time portals or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, ha ha, whatever. And then like he goes and then he gets, obviously, if you've seen it, you know that he's trapped in the quantum realm at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you haven't seen it, now you know. Um, but I think that's going to take, I think he's going to go through that and he's going to find the surviving members of the Avengers X number of years down the road. Uh, oh, hence the 10 years maybe that we heard about Gwyneth well, Paltrow? I think the 10-year jump also has to do with uh, possibly Scott's daughter helping. Right. And Well, that would make sense. Yeah. For sure. And the other of it gives the other Avengers that are still around time to have had been working on it. And then, right. and then if Cassie goes in and gets Ant-Man out, Ant-Man's experience in the quantum realm with it mutating Michelle and it giving us the use of the word evolved and mutated back to Disney 
because they slipped that right into that fucking movie. They brought back mutants. Mutants. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna throw mutants in in four? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope so. I, I, I don't know. No way. I don't think because so. production's already going on. Yeah. Like, they'll call it evolution again, but they were they they're strictly not really allowed to do that. They just know Fox isn't gonna sue them when they're getting ready to fucking <laughs> sign papers. For real, they weren't allowed to do that. At the time, that yeah. is against contract. Well, now the, the they didn't say she was mutated. No, they said she evolved. Evolved. You're not allowed to, be to evolve true. your powers. That's mutated. Yeah. Like uh, that was part of the wording before. That's why Inhumans get it from the rocks, and they still don't describe maybe she this evolution was, ever. Once. Maybe there's Terrigen mists in the. Nope. I don't know. It changed her DNA. Well, the board members evolved. have voted, and it's official. So Marvel gets to do whatever they want now. They're Almost. Takes a while to, to ink out all that paperwork. Out. And they don't get it's, everyone. It's, it's kind of still, it's like mid twenty nineteen when they have the full control, but they get to do stuff like this now, where they can they can say evolved and hinted things that would have been lawsuit fodder beforehand. They and, probably and yeah they probably worked out a deal not. like hey by the way we're gonna throw these people in the movie yeah. So. We've sealed the deal. The next Avengers is just gonna start like bam bam Yeah, I'd start crying. I would get up and cheer. Yeah. I've done that once or twice before in a theater. I gotta ask you a question because I have yet to see Deadpool 2 yet. Yes. But I was reading something online. Two things, it's both, you know, Hugh Jackman related. Uh, is there a scene in Deadpool, like an after scene, where he kills the second Wolverine and Logan, the the old, the one that actually kills Logan? Is there? A yeah, scene? he kills. He kills. I haven't seen it. Yet, he though. kills the Deadpool from the Logan movie. No, he okay, kills no. Deadpool from Wolverine. No, no, no. That's I'm, I'm ruining the Teen Titans. What, I, what I read was he killed. No, no. Deadpool kills Logan. No, but the the one that was the fake Logan in Logan. No, he doesn't kill X twenty four. Okay, because I guess there's a scene they shot where he kills X twenty four. And he, as he, he looks down on him, and he says, and they, I'm sure they use a CGI thing for the shot, but they, he says to him, "Hey, buddy, I know it wasn't you. I'm going to bring the real you back soon." Um, yeah, yeah. And so there's some like they did a shot up, yeah. where Hugh Jackman wasn't actually in it, but it was to kind of get Hugh Jackman like, uh, and to be an X Force basically. Hugh Jackman kind of was in the, the post credits, but it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. It was him, but it was footage from, from the old movie. Okay. Archive footage, as it were. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was, and he says a line to him then. In that I don't. Scene re- I don't recall. That, that says, "Hey, buddy, I'm gonna. I'll I'll see you soon. He goes. He goes and kills a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or knew all that. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna buy it soon. As soon as it comes out, it should it's be soon because I got an Infinity War today. Did you say you're gonna spoil a post credit scene from Titans Go? Yep. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah I want to see this. You're all about this. Uh, show. No, I was always like, "That's stupid, Jake." But you let me watch a couple of them. They're actually pretty funny. It's it's more in the vein of a Looney Tunes. It is. Show oh, I love it's it. In the vein of a love Teen it. Titans yeah. show. Yes, it's but you have to get over that. No, I've watched it. It's it's. Fun. I think it's they easier have to watch. A couple watch. of episode runs a season. It's fun. Where it follows a very DC arc. Sure. But usually it's two 11 minute episodes that have to do with a picnic or pizza or a dance party. Or it feels odd to me, Cyborg being a, such a childlike character because in the you know he's full Justice League in the movies. Yeah. But then there's the episodes like where he 
they, they talk about how he is older and he goes and gets everybody pizza and, well, and, and he just doesn't want to hang out with the Justice League. Well, he's League. like a senior in high school. Right, right, but right. Te- yeah, technically, so. in the movie, he's not that old. Yeah, he's And like a they don't really have a Justice League. They just get together and, and do something. Yeah. The next movie, they might introduce a Justice well, League. Well, the Justice League's in the And he might too. be like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of the Titans. Well, yeah. there's, there's strong rumors the that he might appear in the TV show. Great. Oh, in uh, in uh, Titans. Yeah, Cyborg. See, that's a, that would be the would that be would the be a actor? great the, idea. It's probably not the same actor, but they're going to yeah. use kind of like there Superman. And, I've been having and treat him as an elder statesman, I believe. I've been having waking visions, and it's it's all about what the this title. It's all about what this DC universe is going to look like in five years, and and I feel like this is a great opportunity for them to just change the paradigm of what's movie and TV yeah. and obviously one's going to make a lot more money for them but my point is is I think they, they, they are going to move him to TV and they're just going to redo a lot of what yeah. is done in the movies Yeah, What's and they'll it? jump people around because Marvel won't won't do it as well no, they're locked DC in, can so get in work. and do it uh, speaking of DC Marvel has cool the future is going to be have you seen all the cast news on the Joker movie. Right. Yeah, I knew that's why you were dancing I'm around. So you guys couldn't happy. see him dancing. Uh, just Mark Marin. Mark Marin? Not just Mark Marin. Mark Marin's like 90. They're like Who's signing he gonna be? papers Gordon? with him right now. No. Oh. Yeah, that would have been How do you know that, better, though? Because they've already told us what his role is. Oh, did uh, Robert De Niro play. Oh, I read. I is, saw that. is playing the host of things. an 80s late night talk show. Like, what was that guy in the 80s? The King of Comedy. He's playing... He's playing like himself from that movie? He's basically playing himself from that movie. <laughs> oh, my that God. Is exactly I was thinking of Morton Downey and that, Jr. And that was a Scorsese movie, was it not? Yes. Yeah. So Scorsese can do whatever the fuck he wants with and that who was, property. That was, uh, so who's uh, Mark Maron? Uh, Jerry uh, Lewis? No. no um, um, Jack Ryder. God damn it. No. no. Uh, Language. That one I'm allowed, right? I think so. Uh, I'm just going to pull a Captain America no. every time. Do Nate you, agreed to pay one fine artist. Right? No. Ed Norton? Jackie Gleason? Wasn't it? I'm, I think it was Jackie Gleason. I'm pretty Jack sure. Was it, was it Jerry Lewis? I'm pretty Lewis? sure it was Jerry Lewis. Jackie Gleason did a movie that's like almost the same movie though, right? Uh, of the Robert De Niro, Jerry Lewis. Okay. Uh, 82. Um, Jackie Gleason. I think he did a comedy movie about a like guy losing his mind that was like basically the same movie. Yeah, I mean, he did uh, the Smokey and the Crumb? Bandit. Yeah, no, I think he was, was a sheriff. He was. I the think best. it was one of those uh, Armageddon. Uh, Jackie Gleason. You know, like certain times movies come out that are like so. He died in 87. I'm gonna call this episode "Waking Visions of Jackie Gleason." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be something. One of these days, Matt Orman. One of these days. Um. But yeah, so De Niro's playing the host of this show. Marin's being signed right now to play his booker. Nice. Who's like key in getting the Joker on this late night show to do stand up? Oh, oh, right before his life falls apart and is apparently like this is going to be amazing. A key relationship in the, jo- gonna, the Joker being becoming very embittered. Are they going to are they going to show his origin? Like they're going to do a Killing Joke? It sounds it's, like it's going to be a Killing Joke, and I forget the other one they're pulling the story from. Yeah, it's two things that they're basically blending. Oh. It's just Killing Joke and King of Comedy. They're basically blending those two stories. Wow. Yeah. That, 
That could be cool. I think it'll be an awesome period piece. I think it's well, DC, got real potential. So they changed their name. It's not the DCEU anymore. It's the Worlds Worlds of DC, I believe. And they called. and they made, a, they made a real big point yes. of making sure everybody knew that they never called it the DC. They That's did something right, that yeah. a journalist. I think, and I could be off on that, but I think they're calling now the Worlds of DC or DC Worlds. The Worlds of DC. Either way, they want it to be multiverse. They are, and I, I don't know if this is Perfect. a call to action, but they are. Taking uh, memberships. Yeah. I subscribe to one because I want to get those three months free to hopefully have good content. Do we well, flop? Then I'll be so disappointed with DC. Well, and we had discussed maybe getting a family plan and sharing it amongst the hosts of this show. We're not but suggesting I, anyone buy it. Nope, not at all. But I reconsidered that. And we'll I tell think, you how it is. I think I'm just going to buy my own because that's how bad I want this to yeah. succeed. Let me ask so this. Like, so, I really, yeah. Let me ask really, this. That's why I'm, I'm doing that it. much money invested into this no, show. No, I love DC yeah. and I want them to get okay. their well, action. That's why I want to ask you guys. Harley Quinn, HD Batman animated series. Yes. It's going to be what? It's going to be great. Okay, so someone who is not that interested in DC, I mean, I am, obviously, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be doing this, but, you know, this isn't a Marvel streaming service where all the Marvel movies and you know are going to be on there. That's and, a and, Disney. And a lot of the old DC movies, you know, the old Superman movies, Batman movies, already have on a DVD. Yeah. Um, are they going to do this thing where, like Marvel just did, where they just announced the other day that once the season ending of uh, Cloak and Dagger happens... They're going to be available on Freeform for yeah. free, both Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. Oh yeah! So just just, is, just is it going to be a, like a month else. after? I'm sorry, Titans. The first season ends. Is it going to be on Hulu then? And I'm like, I could have waited and just watched that's it until they already paid. That's a good point. DC's promise they're not sharing it with anything. So it's never going to be on anything but the DC streaming. App. No, and it's, it's outside like of. Is, I feel like it could be borderline. No, and it's all looking towards Hulu's about to be dismantled Ooh. because Ooh. Disney isn't really peachy keen on the fact that Comcast tried to get them sure. and made them spend an extra $20 billion. And they have two really good shows on there. And Comcast owns 30% of Hulu oh, yeah. and Disney owns the other 66%. Okay. Which I think they acquired from the Fox merger. And they already own 30% yeah, yeah. of ABC. Yeah, yeah. So now they're the controlling guy. And they really aren't happy with Comcast, and they're launching their own streaming service. Well, so Disney's going to launch their own streaming. Yeah, Disney's so launching So I think own. Hulu is just going to evolve into into that. Yeah, but to myth Comcast, they're going to shut Hulu. I, well, it looks like they're about so to. So Cloak and Dagger and Runaways, if, run, if they have like, multiple seasons, will be on the streaming service. In answer to your... But it'll be on... Cloak and Dagger are going to be on the Freeform app for free. Yeah. The Runaways, they're putting one episode on the channel, and they're putting one episode on the app for oh. free. The rest of them are staying on Hulu for pay. No, it's okay. just to drive up interest to people that have gotten into Cloak and Dagger. Right. And then they'll hopefully to, go to Hulu. Yo, we got other trash. I think for y'all. somebody that's uh, Those are great shows, not yeah. necessarily a lot into DC properties, shouldn't get this channel. Uh, but I am. And I'm looking forward to even being able to watch old animated series. I mean, I barely watch the CW shows. They're gonna be. They're in HD. Yeah, they re- even Superman the animated series. It's going to be. Yeah, because they're all coming out on Blu-ray. The Batman Dude. just got announced. Yeah, it, and you know what? And the bonus features. I'll talk about it after. Ooh, I, I signed up because I wanted to have access to those things, but I also wanted to succeed. Are you going to read? I, books? I signed really up do. for the beta test. Are you going to so read no, books? No. Do you uh, want to read books on it? Are we online? I, I will if I can. With CBRs, they're called, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's what? Comic read book books? resources. Read well, it's comic book reader. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that old Stan Lee quote: "Is like comic books are like books. Sure, they look great on a screen, but I'd rather." 
gonna hold one in my hand. Yeah, I really dislike. But if I'm at home and and I'm lying in bed on my iPad. I might open it up to read something if I just want to check something just out. Just to fall asleep. And just kind of get... I do crossword puzzles for that. Yeah. But, you know, so I you're talking Marvel about a Unlimited, specific yeah. title, yeah. I want to check it out. I'm interested right then and there. That I, I get. Or if it's a book you just can't get, I understand doing it that way, but I'll... Like, you'll still read books, yeah. but you'll use, you'll use that online format because it's accessible. And, yeah. I, and I cheat. I run a comic book store. Oh, yeah? So I get my books. You need comics. Go to Muni. On time. No. So here's the thing. It's a comic store. Uh, so here's the thing. Here's a case for digital comics because I'm pretty sure that. Uh, so I found a chest of old comics in. Um, That's well, true. Great, we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, it, great, got it. it gave him the plague. It gave me the fucking plague. Uh, but I found a chest of old comics in my great aunt's basement basically nothing too crazy in there a lot of uh catholicism based uh comic books like the adventures of altar boy no way <laughs> and so on jesus that's yeah there was there was one of it's like the bad guys in the village yeah exactly that's satan a, that's a billion oh, priest just anybody that doesn't go to church? No, dude. There was like several volumes of this thing called Treasure Chest. Okay. Uh, That's Dell. Yeah, it is Dell. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of Elmer Fudd and... and uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to see these? I mean, maybe you don't because here's what uh, happened. So the, the gem of the entire <laughs> treasure chest, as it were, uh, is an, a copy yes. of Avengers number four from 1963, wherein, listeners, if you did not know, number four, uh, number four is when the original Avengers team unthaws Captain America from the ice block and add him to the team. So Captain America didn't even join until four issues in. And what did it What did it come up being worth at 2.0, Mitch? What does that mean? A couple hundred bucks, probably, right? The one I showed you was rated at a two. Yours is like a six to an eight. No, oh. it's not. The, the, the Golden books get rated differently, man. But... You take it to CGC, they'll give the, it a higher grade than you think. The, um... Cover has been ripped off and restapled onto the book. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well then it is like a two, but you're still looking at like a three or four hundred dollars. No, I, I wouldn't even like sell it for that. I sent it to you. Oh, even if it was, would, would you sell it or would you rather keep it? <laughs> it's only worth a hundred dollars, Jake, and that's all I think it's worth. Yeah, that's I priced true. it. This is true. Uh, would you keep it or would you like just to have something like that? And oh, of course, dude. dude I want to keep history? it for my collection. I don't want to resell it unless, of course, if I keep it and then I can eventually send my kids to college with it, of course I won't sell it at that point. The oldest um, book I ever had. You have kids? That I. <laughs> my future children. Guys, I'm, I'm pregnant. This I mean, is a call to action. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're hoping. Um, <laughs> Is that a call to action saying that I might have future children? children? Yeah, no. Getting action, but not action. <laughs> Man, the oldest book I ever had when I was like, I got lucky and someone like uh, gave me out of their garage an X Men, Uncanny X Men, fourteen. And it, I think it might have been the first Magneto. I can't even remember, but yeah. I was just so excited to have that book because that was my that was always my favorite book. Uh, speaking of, is Uncanny X Men. They're bringing it back, right? Yeah. I read that the other day. Oh, they're bringing all. They, that's what I mean. That's what I was saying. Oh yeah, they back can. Tomorrow, they're they're going to benefit like, from it. Comcast is making a bid, and I'm like, Disney's already making business moves. You guys, it's not. They're not going to stop throwing money until they win. That's why yeah. it was never worrisome. Well, I'm just saying the they book, the Uncanny. Their, they haven't had Uncanny. Yeah, X-Men but they've been advertising it for four months. Sure. 
it's yeah. in blue and gold and just shit. Yeah, I just yeah they're about. ending it. They brought Wolverine back. So the next yeah. X Men Gambit movie. just got his own. So storyline are they going to use? Sentinels. Uh, they. It looks like they're going to let the Fox storyline run its course through the next two movies. Just the two movies, yeah. And then they're going to reboot it and probably let it die for a minute so that people are not upset by the recap so that kids aren't upset by the recap is, Phoenix, is Dark Phoenix just going to absolutely bomb because no. well because of lack of interest because they everybody knows it's in or X-Men is, movies are like well, no, I'm saying movies. is it going to do really good because we're like oh shit this is the last one yeah. of this run that we've been on you know what I mean and so it may do really good in the box well, I know I know I know people that are into X-Men movies but not into love superhero them. movies I love the yeah. so yeah. I think they're yeah. going to make money regardless yeah. so that's that's my problem. I bet that's what the reshoots then are it was early enough that it got folks before the fatigue set it sure sure yeah. and the reshoots are probably a way to kind of this let's really say this is the end. Let's send it off. You're going to get the shot at the end where everyone's alive or they try to figure out some way to reset I'm, the I'm timeline. I'm much more interested in what they're going to do with the Fantastic Four because right. oh, man. Disney is throwing Fantastic Four on all, sure. all four all their burners, stuff. man. Yeah. Like they're, they're, and they're pushing that. Like it, the they, comic? They just figured out what Pippin well, was. The other part, too, is that <laughs> every director in Hollywood, every actor is like, oh, I'd love to be... I want I've always wanted to direct a Fantastic Four yeah, movie. I'd I've love, always wanted to be Reed Richards. Love to be Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so it's George Clooney up. supposedly said right. something to. Oh, dude, he's got the George Clooney. But I read, I read that on like comic comic book movie. Re- dude, it was, he would it was be on great. something that would have been like. It might be true, but it could easily not be. be. Something like this. Hi, Doom. I'm Mr. Fantastic. That'd <laughs> uh, be great. He obviously got the peppered sideburns on I'm already. Oh, There's man. no way he wouldn't encourage the writers to let him slip in a Batman's nipple joke. Yeah, no, God, he would be a great Mr. Fantastic. He'd be amazing. Yeah. I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow would have been a good uh, Mr. Storm. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, you got to go young, though. I guess you don't want to cast that old. No, I, well, no, they're, they're supposed to be about the same age. I, no, no, no. I'm saying I think they're going to cast a young Fantastic. Oh, uh, I hope so. I, I I hope they go with the more... Uh, so Doctor Strange age, kind of? like That dynamic, yeah. Sure. I hope he's got a little bit of gray in his hair. Okay. Yeah, and dude. That, and that thing and... But then, the torture, I mean, why, like eight to ten years younger. Sure. But how would they ways. address? How would they address that if they're all about the same age as, say, the Avengers? Out in space. How are they going to address? Marvel. Oh, where did you come from? Out Who are you? Captain Marvel. He's no, yeah, he's an established scientist who's been competing with Stark, but always like second or third. But he doesn't get his powers until the race. But they didn't know about. They didn't. No, they have to go to space and get the gamma rays. So they just have to introduce him into the universe. that just happened? Gotcha. Or he's been gone. That's why I'd rather they do an older guy. That's an established scientist okay, that they saying, have in yeah. the universe with his hot wife. But they're trying to build a future of 10, Well, but he's years. also like a boy genius. Oh, yeah, no. but then they have the young bucks. The kid, yeah, but they can set all that up yeah. that he's I think I think if they make him like 30, we have probably be the good enough age. Read yeah. their children that, are that make him like more of a young. Oh, yeah. I think that's like that was part of why he was always great in the books was that he he commanded He's more a little older everybody than just like being yeah. the leader. He was well, covered. yeah, but I'm saying physically he could be 30 years old, but he comes off as like a like Benedict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just grade up his hair a little and have somebody who's very physically fit. He probably so, would have been a good. Oh yeah, but Benedict he's a perfect Doctor Strange. That would have been amazing. He's such yeah. a great Doctor Strange. Uh, somebody else online was saying since Leo turned down the Joker movie that Leo would be good, but I don't agree with that. We turned it down because he's doing Tarantino. I want Walton Goggins years, so before I want him. 
Old boy Ghost There was Wally Goggles himself. Really? Yeah, that was that was around the rumor mill on the internet that Walton Goggins is in the run in for it. And he's perfect. He's got like thin enough hair that you just gray it up a little right in the wings up. More importantly, who would be Doom? Oh man. Well, I still think it's I still think it's Mad Milkinson is is the guy. So I think it's his role. He just Is he the guy that was in the original? No, he was going to be in this the one they were going to Who's going to be the director of this the one that was coming out? Fan Forestick. No, no, the Doom movie. He had already had a director and writer like that on the radio, um, Mitch. But anyways, uh, that director, or uh, it was supposed to be, Ma- I think it, that's his name, right? Mad Milk, Milkinson or whatever. Yeah. Okay, he played Hannibal. And, yeah. He already played, he played Case, the villain. He played Casilius in Doctor Strange. That don't matter. Is wears a mask? Casilius had the stuff all over his face. And Marvel has four, three to four different multicastings already going on, and that's, they drive me crazy every time. This one would too, but I think I'd get over it. Once what about we saw Javier it. Bardem as? Doom. Oh man, a little old, but I. I what mean, about awesome. Sylvester Stallone? No, he's not Stakar. <laughs> That's right, he is Stakar. I mean, if they're gonna make, they're gonna have to make another Guardians movie with that team now. You know, well, you know, it'd be a pretty dope Doom. Yeah, they're like, we'll do it. Who? Harry Potter. Ah. Daniel Radcliffe would be pretty cool as That's well. a great idea, man. He'd be a great dude. Give him a way to kind of get out of, of the... I'm proud of myself, guys. I'm not usually this proud of my stupid ideas. I would, I would totally... I don't know if I see it. Yeah, he, well, have you watched any of his new weird too. stuff, though? No. He, he's good. He's, no, I, I, no, I've seen he, him do other stuff. I'm not saying... Macaulay Culkin is. I, I was thinking uh, the guy who played Malfoy, who also was on Flash, would probably be a more sinister dude. But it would be better to have Daniel Radcliffe only because I, he, he has that innocent look about well, him. Well, and he can play, he's played dark yeah. and like weird dealing with situations as a genius dark. Well, he's like really pulled it off. Hayden Christensen as Dr. Can we Dan. ask people to, is Lower. it okay to ask people to write in to us and if they tell want, us I mean, if they you can. have a feeling, if you want to act they on an can, emotion they, towards the broadcast, if you would like to check out our Facebook page, we have polls available. Yeah. For your touching pleasure. This <laughs> may end up being one of them. You have clicking. to touch. It's clicking. Clicking. Yeah. That's what they No, but if you want to suggest to us. Uh, a good casting choice. You. you want us to talk Here's about an article, which, by the way, one of our listeners, Marcelo Duran, mm-hmm. requests that we talk about Star Trek. We need. Well, I have some Star Trek stuff to talk about. Oh, mission well, came prepared. This I is, this is listening, Marcelo. This is ten actors that can play Doctor Doom. We're just going to turn the show into us reading clickbait. Dan Stevens, who played like Eugene no, thing? no, he played Legion. He's too good as Legion. He shouldn't be that. When you're that strong as a character in the in a, in a show, you shouldn't be. Recast. Well, will that show be done after the season? though? I mean, now that yeah, but I mean, that, he, should Doom have an accent? Yes. Legion's, Legion yeah. and Deadpool are both like disconnected enough country. Sure. from the universe like that they're okay, in. Right no, they can bring them right into right. the universe. Have you ever heard him on Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes played by Maurice LaMarche? Morris LaMarche? I would say yes. He That's how he should sound, I think. When I read Doom, I read him as Morris LaMarche. What if Phil Lamar played him? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, that's my Jesus Castro. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, the Jesus. That guy. 
Yeah, Jesus. Christoph Waltz. Oh, I like Christoph Waltz. Yeah. This one's weird. Sebastian Stan. He could be. No, I was thinking well, that's that before. A weird, yeah, yeah, but they, they, they can't. Yeah, that's. Wow. Here's an interesting one. Mr. Captain Robot, Rami Malik. You know what? Who is that? Oh, yep. he played something else recently. He's in Mr. Robot. He could, I don't watch that show. He could play the living house. That is great casting. Okay. I like that. I still like Mads. Daniel Radcliffe idea. Hannibal as Doom is my vote. So Star Trek. Hannibal from from uh, he was he played Hannibal Lecter. Matt Milks and whatever his name is. Uh, oh, Mickelson. Mickelson. Jack Hannibal Mickelson. Is that his name? Uh, Star Trek news. Yes. And I'm not a Trekkie. You guys know me as a Star Wars nerd, geek, 100 percenter. Simon Pegg came out today and said that the Tarantino... Might have been yesterday. Oh, yeah. The Tarantino Star Trek movie is not dead, that they are still currently working on it, but it's probably five years out. Uh, and I just touched on it a minute ago. I think the movie that Tarantino is doing now, which is movie nine, uh, is going to take two years to film. And uh, then another post production and shit like that. It's so then he'll get started and then he rests and then his final movie is <laughs> He goes into he the does. Tarantino well, sleep. Dude, he that, does. That, he says the N word in his sleep a thousand times Jeez. and he does <laughs> cocaine and uh, no, I'm kidding. Looks at uh, feet videos all day. Uh, but no, I think, and then so I think his final movie is going to be a Star Trek movie because he said he's only going to do ten movies in his career. And he's Quentin Tarantino said that he's always said he's only going to do ten. And I think Star Trek's going to be his tenth movie. Yeah, but didn't Daniel Tosh say now, he quit comedy after two thousand five? I don't know if his TV show is doing comedy. Tar- it's a funny Tar- show. I'm not dogging the show. I understand. Tarantino doesn't count movies in other people's universes as his movies. No, no, no. He's he said he's making ten f- films. Yeah, so. no, but he he has said in like the last six months that he doesn't count doing a Gene Roddenberry adaption but as, as, a, as one of one his as films. films. Mm, I don't he, know. He doesn't put... Alright, I hope that's true. And the, we'll it, see. The, the, no, he, he definitely said it. He might still back out and say that was one of my movies, but sure. he was saying like it doesn't take the same well, life out of well, me. So, so, to plan so does that mean there'll be no Samuel movie. Jackson in it? No, no, listen. <laughs> so to, I guess to keep it that, he and, and Simon Pegg came out saying this, his plans are for the cast... That is going to be in Star Trek Four. They are going to be in Star Trek Five, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Simon Pegg is worried that they're all going to be a little too old. But I'm like, gee, I mean, Star Wars Treks are based on old ass crews that are still out there. It's already you know rumored I mean? that Simon Pegg said that to hurry Tarantino. Sure, part. to get his to get his call to action, get your butt going. Yeah, because yeah. apparently the meetings that. went a little yeah. Tarantino-ish. And I've seen some of the set pictures from the new, the number nine movie, mm-hmm. um, and it looks great. Set during the uh, Sharon Tate murder and the Manson murder. It's going to be. I think yeah. it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. But basically, I think uh, uh, I'm losing names right now. The two main actors in it. um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio is playing who's the other guy's body or stunt man. I know the other guy. And they're like buddies. He's real famous too. Yeah, the actor, it's not Clooney, but the actor lives next door to Tate. And so I think... uh, Is it Brad Pitt? Yeah, it's Brad Pitt and... Oh, I can't think of the other person. Yeah, DiCaprio. Did you say him first? Yeah, DiCaprio. No, it's okay. DiCaprio Uh, and Brad Pitt. So DiCaprio is the famous movie star. Brad Pitt is his more rugged-looking body double, stunt double guy. Huh. And then they just get involved in this craziness of the Manson murder via being the neighbors. I just listened to a a podcast about cults. They talked about the Manson family. Oh, yeah. And how that house was chosen. 
Apparently that house was chosen not because of the specific people that were no. murdered there. No, it's because of the people that lived there right before. Because the, the person who yes. owned it slighted him. Yeah. And, and it was the only address that he really knew, knew. And, yeah. and where it would make an impact. It's and widely believed. It. He claims he knew that they didn't live there anymore. Yeah. But all the detectives believe that he still thought those people were there. Yeah, because he's not going to feign. And it's no. also yeah. it's also crazy to me that Steve McQueen missed being there by like 35 minutes. Do you think he would have saved the day? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if he, he was still in his car, in maybe. Car, he, yeah, he, he, he he'd he'd have to still car. be in the car. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would have saved the day. He only missed it because he pulled over to get laid. Steve McQueen. <laughs> that, that is, what? That is a real story. Steve oh, Margot McQueen. Robbie plays Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Steve McQueen ran into a woman Brad he Pitt. knew on his way to the party at that house. He ran into her literally with that car. He ran into her. <laughs> and then had sex with her. And they ended up going off and having sex before going to the party. And by the time he was ready to go to the party, there was a big police scene. The police already. were already outside? Gulp. Whoa. Holy cow. Have you seen the cast of this movie? What's yeah. Tarantino, dude? Insane. No, I... Yeah, but it's a wide... <laughs> You're like, it's what, not what? Tarantino's usual stable of people. Well, I mean, Margot Robbie, Leo, Brad Pitt, Dakota Fanning, Timothy Oliphant, Al Pacino, Kurt Russell, yeah. James Marsden, Bert Reynolds, Luke Perry. Yeah. Luke Perry, by the way. That's all. Awesome. Show Luke Perry. <laughs> Emil, Emil Hirsch. And then Tim Roth, of course. He's in every. James Remar. Yeah. Dude. Everybody Damian Lewis. The dude. Plays I, Steve McQueen, the guy Winters from Band of Brothers. Yeah. I absolutely love him. He's my favorite director. And I, he's he's like, so somebody's playing McQueen in it. Yeah. yeah, I love that. There's gonna be a B story of somebody not getting to the party because he was pulling over oh, to get some guy. slice. He probably oh, knows. Great. He probably knows the stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. using yeah. Dreamcatchers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. oh he definitely got questioned because yeah. they were wondering why he missed. He was it. real quick. Oh, you're you're was that guy, Remy Remy Malik. He yeah. told other people he's playing Freddie Mercury in the that's right Rain movie. Oh yeah, he's gonna. Mm. He's apparently he looks really. Good. He would be a good Doctor Doom. Is that what we were talking about? Okay. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. But once he's Freddie Mercury, I don't, I don't think he could be Dr. Doom. I want to talk a little bit about it. Just to say, it's something if you guys are in the mood to watch on a certain channel. I started the Stephen King uh, show. <sighs> so we can't encourage is it on Hulu? Uh, yes. Yes. I don't have Hulu. It is really good. And like it, I it's, uh, I can't remember. It's, oh, I'm sorry. I can't think now because you just said the Castle Rock. I know. I keep thinking about rules. So I'm like, yeah, Castle Rock. Castle um, Rock. Tons of Easter eggs. It literally it takes place in Shawshank Prison. And it's set up just like it was in the movie, but years gone by. Direct references to Cujo, Shawshank. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, all kinds of books. And I guess as you get deeper into it, there it's going to tie into it. And here's the weird thing. Do they mention a neighboring town of Derry? They're going to. Oh, no. Okay. It ties into everything the, they've done. The main crazy person that you're finding about in the first three episodes is it. It's the guy that plays it in the new movies. I can't remember the actor's name right oh, now. Oh, it's uh, Scars. Skarsgård. Yes. Peter Skarsgård. Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård. And so it's like, you know it's going to tie into it. And he's playing it's a, this, this, I don't even know what he is yet. It is yet on the show. But then he's also the clown. So is it literally that tight in? Is he going to become the clown? But no one knows this yet. I, it seems too obvious. I don't think he becomes the I think the show's set a little bit before that to where it doesn't line up that perfectly. It's just, like, I think it's just, just he happens to be the same actor. Well, when I saw it was the same dude, I was when like, does it but, take place? but Jeff, what time they've, already, they've already said it ties into the, 
The Shining, Cujo, uh, Christine. Needful Things. Well, because they're all from the same. All the, the dark all the stories the dark will hat. make references to but then characters that exist in those towns. But then it ties into it's fantasy down. shit, too. It ties into, yeah. like, the tower. So Randall Flagg, and, yeah. the flag from The Stand. Yeah. Also, show, is the is the the villain in right. the Dark Tower? Yes, is also in a book called uh, Eye of the Needle, and it's a fantasy book, uh, Sword and Dragon, uh, <laughs> Sword and Dragon, um, and he's the same character, the the, the man in black. Okay, okay. Head. Yeah, yeah. He shows up as uh, a so villain was, in many. Yeah. That's what you should be looking stories. out for is a, a Randall flag reference to really... Or just a flag. F-L-A-G-G. Flag. Yeah, yeah, or like okay. a man in black. He's got yeah, walking yeah. boots. I'm only like two or three episodes in but I read a lot about what's coming up. I read a ton of Stephen King as a Dude, kid. Dude, you will love this show. Yeah, Mark, well, I don't have Hulu. Mark so. Bernardin, who does Fat Man on Batman, is one of the writers on the show and he's like slowly over the last yeah. year and a half let a lot of stuff leak. But it's just little tidbits. Yeah, yeah. Little tidbits. Little tidbits. <laughs> uh, the, the Teen Titans Go spoiler at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we started, started that 20 minutes ago. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's I love tangents. <laughs> the end of the movie, which everybody should go see. It's like Deadpool. It's like Deadpool for 11-year-olds. I did it, too. Uh, which every... You, you can't. This is like no, one of those... Guys, just don't address it. This is like that thing in Beauce. Jaguar gets away with it. It's like, Bork, you are a U.S. agent. Never end a sentence with a preposition. <laughs> Often, whose camper in which they were whacking. <laughs> well done. Anyway, the movie ends. Credits roll, and then and then you start to see a fuzzy transmission come in. Right? How funny is that this is a post credit for an animated movie? I love it. So fuzzy, fuzzy static rolls. Transmission comes in. It's the 2005 Teen Titans. Oh. And Robin tells the other ones to be quiet. He goes, be quiet. I think I just figured out a way back. And then the screen goes to black, and then there's white smoke letters that say, coming to Cartoon Network. Season five? Season six. Season six. Whoa! So season six is coming to Cartoon Network, which oh, is pretty old, yeah. which animation is pretty, style. Yeah, which is pretty big news. So they're bringing, they're wait, new. so they're bringing, they're, they're keeping the show, but they're using the old style. This is how they're transitioning. They're gonna keep doing Teen Titans Go like they've been doing, yeah, the, the wacky crazy one. cartoon one, right? And then they're gonna bring the whole voice cast of Teen Titans Go was on Teen Titans, the 2005 serious version. Yeah. And they're all coming back to do season six of that show. That is, and it's so good. but weirder is it's going to stay on Cartoon Network, considering DC is launching their own streaming network. But they already have two Teen Titans shows I, on the network. I want to go back because I got a little confused. And I didn't ask you earlier. Is this movie set before the cartoon? What the Teen Titans Go movie? I thought you guys said something about us. There's no They're younger. Line. There's no timeline, no. so it can just be a, in a vacuum kind yeah. of thing. Okay, I thought this the movie was a continuation of the latest season. No, there's no. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay, perfect. I mean, I mean, there's like certain episodes, just like Looney Tunes. There's certain episodes where you get introduced to a character. But past that, like once you know who it is as a child, they're all interchangeable all right. episodes. Yeah. Uh, thing today, new Venom trailer came out. Oh yeah, I saw it. it looked really good. Did you watch it? 
The what? The new Venom trailer came out today. I just tried to watch it before you guys came up. I just didn't care. I really liked it, but as I'm kind of like Jake, the more I, it, it's an interesting trailer. But being a big kind of Marvel fan and a fan of Venom and coveting episode, or I'm sorry, uh, coveting. Thou shalt not covet, Jeffrey. I just no, I love. Jake's gonna call me out if I'm wrong, but I believe it was issue eight of Secret Wars, the original Secret Wars with with Spider-Man on the cover when he first gets the symbiote uniform. Right, and he's Uh, like doing one of these. Dude, yeah, that's my. I mean, Secret Wars is my favorite thing of all time as far as Marvel, and that actual cover was my favorite. I just the the first time seeing the black uh, suited Spider-Man, and I just don't care about this movie. And while it was a cool trailer, it just made me care less. I care about the movie still. I just couldn't get in. Into the trailer, it the, the, part of it is the whole first half of the trailer is just the first trailer. Yeah, it's like reshown. And also, then, it does this weird. It does this weird trend that they're doing in trailers now, where they have a mini trailer before the trailer, where it's just like, here's some shots from the upcoming trailer for Venom. Yeah, like, like, why do that? I'm already here. I'm yeah. watching the trailer. A trailer, trailer. Also, Tom Tom Hardy needs to turn whatever thing in his head makes him do, talk like this. Do voice choices? Why in every movie does so he ridiculous. make the most ridiculous uh, choice of I, voice? Uh, he sounds like. I uh, thought he was. Uh, it's by, very Bobcat Gold. 80s Bobcat. <laughs> it's kind of humorous. Sorry, he's like apologizing for what's about to happen. Yeah, I know, but the dude's built like a brick shit house. I know. And he's, uh, he's like, hey, I'm Danny Brock, and I'm, I'm a detective, and I'm supposed well, to maybe be that's Maybe city. that's why I chose him, because he was vulnerable. Yeah, I don't know. And, I don't like uh, it. Low self-esteem. I'd be real surprised if he did that the initial audition. Possible. God, it's a bad Same voice. Same with Bane. Yeah. I didn't mind, bro. That's a great voice. I don't care. That's a classic. It's stupid, but it's still like. It's fun. It's not annoying. It's fun. I liked it. I loved it. I liked it. It had a great I, I like it, but that's a choice a lunatic makes. That is the kind of Bane choice. Is a lunatic. Yeah, so, so is Tom Hardy. That guy is well, running he's around. Perfect. For you. I think it is. <laughs> I, I don't think he can do a straight American accent. For you. That's oh man, he unbreaks his leg. Well, yeah. he, uh, yeah, Venom does it to Eddie. Yeah, it, he can rehear. He can heal him. It sounds. I like the Venom voice, or at least set it in place. I like the voice in his head. Yeah, it was creepy when he was talking out loud. With it's like kind of a weird accent, or it's just very deliberate tone. Yeah, but it looks cool. It's voice cracky. The face looks cool. He's yeah. huge. I like that. Yeah, the whole thing looks great. I mean, it looks odd without the, the Is that Bill Burr? spider on the chest. And he eats some dude's they head. They saying it's not they there. Fly. Yeah, they can't. They don't know it yet. They, no, but it's it's there in negative. In vain, kind of yeah. like what a, the spider. It's it's the, well. There's no reason for it to be there. He doesn't. Yeah, no, but I, they, but they left it in relief. There's muscle that mm. goes up and over, over his shoulders. That's not on anything. That's just there, so it'll reflect. I'm sure, like we talked about earlier, shine white and stills. I bet you they're gonna do like Thor. That it's gonna be different when we actually see it because maybe he does meet Spider-Man. Yeah, and then um, he'll be like, "I like the look." And, and like Thor, you didn't know he was losing an eye until after you saw the movie. Oh, because it did look oh. very just plain. Like there is, it looked like. It oh, and I totally something. believe that based on what I just said, where you can see the. That there's there's shit there, and I thought it would just be to reflect the white light when he's beating right. people up in Maybe. the convenience store. And I guess we'll find out. That was cool too. And then how no, your idea is cooler. Well, we'll see. We'll see how cool they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so him talking right there is kind of preachers. Kind of truth, y'all. 
Have I'm you just, seen the new season? I haven't. It is the truth. Okay. That show is so good. Really? Oh my gosh. It was just, I don't know, it wasn't This good. third season is like on par with the first season of Legion for me. Wow. Yeah. I, would, I haven't even watched the second season of Legion. I haven't either because it, it, I've tried and it's tedious. Yeah. There's so much going on. It's it, They shouldn't have done the short season, man. They should have done the first and second season as one season. I watched the second episode of Glow last night. I've been trying to watch more horror lately, like get back to my roots. Isn't that a wrestling show? Yeah. You said horror. That's yeah, but like, that's why okay. I haven't been watching anything that okay. I should be. Oh, so you're now you're trying to get out of watching Yeah. Something. But I have, I'm also completely caught up on DuckTales. And there have been some episodes that have been outstanding and then others that have just been okay. Yeah, but if we were like eight-year-old boys and girls... No, I, I agree. They're, they're I just agree. like... I think okay is still better than a lot of things that are out there. It's amazing. Like, did you watch the recent one with the, pirate, the space pirates or yeah. the air pirates? Yeah, yeah, Sky yeah. Pirates, sorry. The musical Don episode. Carnage? Don Carnage! Yeah. yeah it was really it was so great. Is that, they bring him back. Well, that's that, awesome. His accent isn't as... Uh, it's pronounced. Is it still Jim Cummings? Yeah. Is it still Jim Cummings? No. No. Uh, well... You know what? I, I I shouldn't say no. I don't. He I don't did know. dark. Oh, we at tailspin. Yeah. Oh, we at tailspin. Ba ba Another tailspin. My heart still has a hole over what they did to me with Darkwing. They told yeah. they teased me for a year that they were bringing Darkwing into the it show. It could still spin off. I know, but. <sighs> That really that shot a hole through me, Jeff. Life is like what did for a year? Ducktales said we're bringing Darkwing Duck Shark into the show, and it hasn't happened yet. No, they did bring him back, but it's a show that Launchpad McQuack enjoys watching. And it's Darkwing Duck. Yeah, but the whole episode opens where you're just watching Darkwing Duck and you don't know it, and it's like three minutes of Darkwing Duck, and then it backs out and Launchpad's watching. Ah, three more episodes. I know. And I and the last one's an hour long. The Night of the Spell. Oh, that's where she reveals Magica. herself to... Well, she's already... Magic. Well, she took over uh, yeah, the but, girl. But they figure it out by the end. Remember? No, I don't. Scrooge and the girl figure out that uh, she's... Time a cameo. ...been working with evil. Do I not remember? I thought her eyes turned red. No, it I guess does. I should rewatch it. Ma- Magica takes her over, and then the episode progresses, and I forget because it was like two or three episodes. Ago. Oh, jeez! But it ends up wrapping up to where Scrooge is hip to the fact that her, his arch nemesis is in there. All right, well, I need to work on that because no, dude, you have distractions. I fucking love no Jamie Camel or Jaime Camel played yep. Don Carnage. Don nice. Carnage. I'm currently watching a kid's cartoon called PJ Masks. I'm so PJ sorry. Masks. Yes! PJ Masks. Matt knows PJ Masks. I know it too. It's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad, though. For, I'd lean more to the not great, but for two, it's fine. I got yeah. a two, no, three-year-old I'm dealing with. It's totally watchable. The, 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 the art is just good enough. That they have just enough like effects and powers in their suits where I'm like, all right, all right. Jeff, if you consider that show good. It's not good. You'll it's watch DuckTales like it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not about, well, I watch DuckTales, Jake. No, he might have well, to be a little he, Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't I think show so. Him. Yeah, you show him Star Wars. Dude, he yeah, watches Hulk mon- versus Monsters, and he was watching Doctor Strange by himself. Well, Not by himself, but like his mom. He was like watching a Doctor Strange cartoon. I was like, whoa, whoa. dig on Okay, that's a good show. I haven't tried that one yet. Yeah. No, it's real good. Have you tried Troll Hunters? 
on Netflix. Yeah, he, he, he's watched that. Okay. Yeah. I got the history of the trolls. We're on the kids portion of the show, everybody. If anybody was interested in that. Before I, what, what is DuckTales on again? Uh, Disney, Disney now. now. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, where are we talking about now? It's also on Prime, I believe. It's also on Disney Go. Okay. Well, because, um, anything Disney, basically. Yeah. We're yeah. not telling you to go there, but... Right. We're just... <laughs> if you wanted it. No, we did that perfectly. Sweet. We're working on it, people. The places. We're bear, learning. Bear with us. Don't call the FCC. I'm just excited. I think I'm just going to go watch Infinity War when I get home, because I'm just really excited to take it. I haven't watched it. Anybody else watch it a second time? No, but I'm reading yeah. the new Infinity War books, wherein the first issue... I read. Thanos gets murked. Killed. Head cut off by who? Hercturk marked by Gamora in a costume, but that hasn't been revealed yet. Who? What is the name of the things I'm going to spoil as a comic book shop guy now? You people, listen up. It's probably Gamora. It hasn't been confirmed, but, but Gamora is the one in the. What is the name suit? of the character she's playing? Or okay. Requiem. Requiem. And Requiem's wearing Gamora's armor and has Gamora's knife. So it's, ah, so it makes sense. It's Gamora. Yeah. Like it's one of those Easter eggs. We all wanted to be paying attention. And when she stabs Thanos, Thanos recognizes her armor and her blade, and sure. starts to talk about it. And then she just—he wasn't him. wearing the glove, obviously, in that scene, right? The, yeah, and she just gets him. Through. Yeah, is this called a bear claw? I think that's, that's a, a Danish. That's a fritter. Oh, I'll go with fritter. Courtesy of Sex Bot. Put on Donut Geeks right now. Oh. <laughs> that would be a great I show. I could do that show. Broadcast yeah, Sweets. Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast Sweets. Again. There it is. Good We've done that, that before, show. probably, right? Oh, Thank man. Um, yeah. all the originals. It's a Danish. But DuckTales, out of this world, man. Gizmo Duck mm. episode with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Really good. Uh... I really liked his mom, the detective. Mm-hmm. I really liked that whole way they are hand. Man, it's just so good. I watch it. I watch it at night by myself. I'll just put it on. Or in the early in the day, like I want to get caught up on while I'm folding laundry. Yeah. I love it. Another great one, if your kid's really digging on adventure storylines and cool monsters and yeah. stuff right now, is Gravity Falls by Disney. Okay. It's another show they did that was on uh, their channel Disney XD and it's three seasons long and it's a story arc for three seasons. Alright. But it's kind of an X-Files-ish show where there's an episode every two or three episodes that you really need to see to follow it and most of it's kind of Monster of the Week adventure episodes. Um, But the voice cast is amazing. Christian Shaw plays one of the twin kids in the main part of the show but it's about these two kids whose parents just leave them with their con man great uncle for the summer in his con shack like in the woods in Oregon where he cons tourists yeah and it's his mystery shack and the whole thing's a con and then these kids start finding like the real mysteries in the woods it's what show is this? it's called Gravity Falls yeah, All right, yeah. Cool. Uh, other than the new DuckTales I think it's it, even including the new DuckTales I think it's my favorite thing Disney's ever done wow it's to, so to good and it, and it ends so well. It's the strongest ending I've ever seen of a TV cartoon. I don't know if I told you, but I finally finished Luke Cage. Nice. I, mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, it's so good. That's a bit of news I read today. Uh, Third season? Season two of Iron Fist is going to be shorter than the all the other shows. Yeah, they've Netflix already shows, they yeah. announced that. And they got his mask, baby. Yeah, and I, they've shown him in the mask uh, in a flashback. Yep. Is he gonna? Is it going to take place? After where we're at now with Luke Cage, and he's gonna bring him back to reality because Luke's kind of going kingpinish. No, I think Luke is gonna be in it in one episode, just like Danny was in. That's a whole storyline in the books. I think Luke's gonna stay kingpinish. Huh? Yeah. 
he, that's kind of one of his things is he starts running it like that and then it does I mean, it makes sense but and then that's gets, like that's yeah. like using the one ring of power to do good it just doesn't happen right but he has that street team that makes it fun for them to try to regulate their friend once he gets out of control, even mm-hmm. though they gave him a leash because he seems like such a good guy. Yeah. They're like, Jessica, Daredevil, nobody's going to step in. I really liked it. I really liked how they ended it. Man. Mariah, dude. Yeah. What a performance. Stokes. Mariah Stokes. Black Mariah. <laughs> when she starts, Mariah. That was a good service to the character, talking about her being a fat young girl. Well, that's another weird Marvel double booking that we... Because she played a major kind of key scene in Civil War, where she was the mother that confronts Tony Stark. That I think they can get away with. Yeah, because it's a small scene. scene. But still, she, it was very, like, wise. Was it was Tony Stark's, like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's the same actress. She's undeniable. You know, when you see her, yeah. you know she is. Yeah, I know. All right, there's something I want to talk about before we hit the 55-minute mark. Uh, just to let you guys know, if we do hit that mark and we drop off, uh, it's just going to be meaning that we're concluding our radio portion of this episode. If you guys would like to know what else we talk about, you can always go to sexpotcomedy.com if you feel like it, iTunes, uh, Podbean, things like that. To hear the rest. Did I already do it wrong, Jake? No, I was okay. making a joke with Mitch. All right. To hear the rest of the episode. <laughs> Before we end this part, uh, I want to talk about the big news in the Star Wars universe because I haven't got to talk Star Wars and we're on the radio. Oh, they're going to bring three back. minutes. Carrie Fisher. Three minute drill. Go. Carrie Fisher and Luke Hamill. Well, we're going to talk about this more in three minutes. Luke, and Luke Hamill. That'd be a great name for his Luke first and Leia. Luke and Leia are confirmed for episode nine. J.J. Abrams, episode nine. Oh, man. So what about. Good thing nobody made a huge. Fucking deal, and their life ended, <laughs> and they recreated a movie. Luke and Leia in General Hospital. Luke and Luke and Laura. Laura. Yeah. Whoa. Good thing nobody made an exorbitant amount of fuss about Episode Eight. Yeah. Well, supposedly they're going to use lost footage from Episode Seven, and I would assume Episode Eight. So as well. it's going to be like that episode of South Park with Chef, where Leia's going to be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Hey, <laughs> I hope not, but maybe she's floating in space again. Yeah, she would. Probably that was talk funny, about but well, well, we talk about that. We can talk about that after we're done here. Hey, no, I think it's exciting. It's me. I think Leia. Do you think? Well, let me ask this real quick. Do you I think love. It makes Han Solo. Scientology got to him. Do you think J.J. Abrams really intentionally does. shot some scenes knowing, knowing. that this she could be a possibility? No. Once she got Star Wars money, she had Star no, Wars money. No, because she wasn't outwardly ill. Okay. And, they, well, and she, she didn't know. Yeah. Okay, that's true. She yeah, didn't know. She didn't know. There was no okay. way for him to know right. the plan for that. I think... <laughs> I don't think he would announce that he's going to do it this way if he had a clear vision of how it's, it's going to work. He has no. the scene, and it's going to it's going to be. He's not yeah. going to please us because you can't, like Mitch just said, you can't please Star Wars fans anymore. I mean, the the majority <laughs> you can't. I I I'm happy with everything they've done. Not 100, percent but yeah, uh, but you're a good fan. You love right. you love the stuff, and you research it to an extent that is as deep as a human can go before it starts to get. It's not true. healthy. It is a little unhealthy sometimes. I do that with with my bank account. I do that with stuff too. But it, but at least you can appreciate all of it. But also, I think Star Wars hasn't gone as an outside observer. They haven't gone so far out of line in any movie. Oh, Jar Jar Binks is the farthest out of line they've gone, and they're doing a fine job. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, 
it's a good they're good movies they're entertaining and, and really all it is is taking place in the same universe okay so the second part is movies. I've enjoyed them all do you think that the whole Luke being kind of weak in the first one and a curmudgeon not really showing much power that he's gonna ultimately like I kind of joked and when you harken back to the first movie when Obi-Wan gets killed by Darth Vader I will come back more powerful than you can even imagine so maybe Luke is gonna be actually huge in episode 9 yeah. and Mark Hamill's been kind of playing this whole oh man I don't like what they did to me thing as a, as a ruse almost you know what I mean I get us to can think. force ghosts possess people well, uh, we Yoda made lightning come down as a force ghost. Well, like, could like, a force ghost like down. walk into where Jake is sitting and take over his body? And find out later. Go ahead. We can keep going. I say <laughs> yes. I think they can. I think like, there's no precedent. That's kind of what's beautiful exactly. about Star Wars. No precedent, but that's kind of the problem with certain and Star Wars fanboys. If there was, they wiped it away. And that's why I dig Jeff's fandom so much of Star Wars because he doesn't buy into the like. No. Well, that's not part of Lucas's plan. Or, no, no, no. He just appreciates dope shit that has to do with the dope shit he's liked since he was a kid. Right, and that's how you should like it. As long as the but, writers and the people that are in charge of it care for it as much as I do, then I'm gonna love it. But a lot of like, but the whole like, can you inhabit? somebody with your force ghost? Hell yeah, why not? There's why no not? precedent that says you can't. Right. The only person that would have pretended one way or another that it was a rule is George. And he's out of the picture. He's And it would have been a lie. He would have been thinking about it just like we were right now, but he's all he always asserted yeah. that things were rules. He would have decided in that moment yeah. if that was a rule. And that's yeah. but that's why I think his fan certain fans of Star Wars take things like solo like such a blow, even though it's such George a. George would have never blow. done that. So much. Yeah. and he wouldn't have, and that's why it's so good. <laughs> right, it's better. It's the, you don't need nine of the same movie. It's cool that we yeah, got man. something yeah. that was different. It just exists in the same universe. universe. Yeah, that's why I think that's why Ant Man's right. Well, I think that Ryan Johnson's new trilogy is going to be could be potentially amazing and one of the most shit on things of all time where he could make this epic Blade Runner of a movie yeah. set in the oh, Star Wars universe and people are going to just hate it because it's not fucking lightsabers and what's the equivalent of horse and dragon in, or sword and dragon horse and sword yeah. <laughs> Well, well, that's like, a, like force and sword. No, that's three part heroes. Yeah. They all want a three yeah. part hero's journey and a lightsaber. Yeah, that's exactly. It. They want yeah. a three part hero's journey and a lightsaber. Yeah. Go watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, I like Lord of the Rings. I know, but I'm just like, Ugh. oh, yeah, I love well, Lord this, of the Rings. This, this goes back this to something we've said what? before. Just because He's there's a so new version of the thing you so love. Doesn't mean you can't go back to the thing you've always loved. I just thought of a new segment we should do at this point of the show. It's called, it's called the uh, a call to action part of the show. Yeah. Where now we're just like, yo, go, go watch to Mutiny, watch Doug, <laughs> comic books, go to Mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> <We're just>, uh, <laughs> uh, I got it all out. This is all because <laughs> this is all because of the man's bullshit FCC rules telling we that we can't tell you what to do. Now I want this is one thing. Hopefully we don't change our. We only messed up two times. <laughs> no, I did one too. I was first. No, you didn't. You just thought you did. I love a. Co- I love that we're so eager to also to mention these places and go to these places like they're sponsors, but none of these places are sponsors. Yeah, maybe they outside will of sex by comedy, I guess. No, maybe they uh, will be. This is true. Is but I just, and I have no problem doing that. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Like we feel like so forced to do, not forced. El Torito's gonna be a sponsor. They're a sponsor. I am a sponsor, really. Yeah. Yeah. I pay for the uh, the podcast. Well, Mitch Jones yeah. Industries is a sponsor. <laughs> 
So technically, El Torito, well, Sex Pot and El Torito. Yeah. Or Comedy Room Room. Technically, all you listeners are our sponsors because we, we do this sponsors because we all have these expensive subscriptions to entertainment so we can tell this you about them true. for free. This is very true. We're going to start a Patreon, y'all. <laughs> we have one. Hi. Welcome we to Four we Plus oh, Assholes Tell You About Pop Culture. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we can breathe now for a little bit after the 55 minutes. So now we yeah, have to do it. All right. Anything oh, else? We, what should we get yeah, on right now? Go listen to Whiskey and Cigarettes. That shit's back. Yeah, nice. Whiskey and Cigarettes. It's back? Yeah. Nice. We, we can sell ads now, so we're going to... Are you going to be on the radio also? Get that money. Oh, hell yeah. So go go to sexpodcomedy.com, iTunes. What, what, day are there, what day are you going to be on? Subscribe to we Whiskey and yet. Cigarettes. Okay. Molly's still figuring out probably Wednesdays, but we'll see. Nice. That'd be cool if you were after or before us. Let me just two straight out, two hours of Becker. Yeah, two hours of Becker. Beck days. Speaking of that, I don't know why I just made you think of it because just saying Becker, but uh, I guess it's Ted Ted the Ur. No, uh, Ur, it's the Ur Becker Frazier. Frazier oh, yeah. may be coming back. I'm so excited that he's so excited. Lead on Doom Patrol. Yes, that that as well. Yes, fucking Kelsey Grammer. Yes, Kelsey Grammer lead on Doom Patrol, which will be on the DC streaming app. You guys should. Crossing <laughs> over with Teen Titans. Kelsey Grammer's gonna be on the live action Teen Titans. Oh, for God's sakes, Robin! That's <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads yeah. and batarangs. every time they walk into his office, he's just eating <laughs> tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Batarangs. 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 Yeah, damn it, there's our episode title. Tossed salads, tossed salads and, and batarangs. How did his waking visions go? <laughs> I think that's oh, what it'll be. Tossed salads and batarangs? No, it's gonna be tossed salads and batarangs. Um, Guillermo del Toro says <laughs> to keep Troll Hunters going as long as Netflix will allow it. Nice. That is very is cool. Salads or salad? Toss salad. He kind of renegotiates salad. something sometimes, though, so we'll see. But I'm excited about Frasier. I want to also say oh, this. Frasier's going to be cool. They're, they're trying to decide, though, if it's going to be like this weird kind of soft reboot where it's just a show about Frasier, but he, it's not Frasier, like, who lived in Seattle and before that Boston and went, live, you know, it's just, you know him, but you don't know him, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. Frasier's, like, on an island and then, like, just... No, he could be. Find him? No, he could be she living. Mean, he could like, be living in Atlanta, and he's a podcast. They said he could be a podcast. <laughs> no, seriously, because live radio is not. He wouldn't be. And so he's going to be this advice podcast or something like that. And he'd have to yeah, break no. the habit of being like, "Hello, that this part's, is Frazier I am both versions of the show. The other version <laughs> is. And part of that is because the original cast won't come back. Well, well they all have too much money. Dead. No, like four of them just, they don't care about the money because they're all making money now to where they're not going to demand money. Yeah. But it's still none on. of them want to do more than six episodes. Right. So right, that's where the decision's at is do we do a weird soft reboot where we have to explain away seven people that we've killed off or just never visit someone they loved a lot. <laughs> right. The opening shot or, can just be Frasier being like, bye Niles, bye Daphne, bye Dad, bye Eddie, yeah. bye Mary. Oh, they went on a cruise without him and yeah, it just drowned and the whole yeah. boat went down. And he paid for it? Yeah. Uh, so do they do a six episode... Or they were on the train that... Follow up, kind of like a made-for-TV movie, David but Dunn it's a made-for-TV miniseries, basically. Sure. Kind of like yeah. Will and Grace and stuff did. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the move they should make. As much as I, I enjoy don't. them to go farther with it, I think it'd be more... Where, where are they now, kind of thing? Kind of. But with like a couple of fun stories about having buried Dad. Well, they, it could be a memorial for Dad. They could be... Back to Seattle after being in Boston at the end of Frasier. Right. He goes to Cheers, he but it's like a TGI Fridays now. Dad's yeah. dead. 
Ted Danson died. That's funny. Oh, his hair. Oh, go back to Boston. They, they can make fun of Cheers. <laughs> what if Frazier could buy Cheers? Cheers has been on Frazier, every single one of them. Huh? Every no, single one of them was on Frazier. No, I know, he but should. I'm saying, wouldn't if he could go he back bought and bought the bar, the bar and oh, reopened yeah. it? Because radio's dead, but he has this money. Well, then have it to where Niles moved out with him after his dad died because he wanted to be with him. If you could reboot Frazier and Cheers in one file swoop, right. that would be amazing. To they just turn on the lights. I would totally watch that. And Cliff yes, Clavin and Bill Cosby could come in and drop a pill and a drink. And, and, those, are all the kind of, and those are all the kind of actors, Jeff, that if it was popular enough, they do six again. Hey, yeah. what's up? It's Cliff Clavin. We're all the six. We don't want to work more than six weeks. Oh, man, that would be so cool. Frazier buys Cheers. Oh, that'd be rad. Woody Harrelson comes in. Cheers! Niles is pissed off and works there with his brother because he needs the company. Because he needs the company and the job and the money. He doesn't even the money. Not even. No, let's say Roz buys Piers and then Cheers, and they both have to work for Roz. Instead of her being the, she's in charge of Fraser. Norm would walk in and they'd be oh, like, man. "No!" And then and he's and he leaves, and that's his only appearance. <laughs> he just turns back around and walks the hell out, and it's just like, "Oh, oh. shit, it's Fraser." Oh, uh, well, I know what's his name still working. Who was Cliff Clavin? Because I saw him hey, on uh, one of the those Bill pu- puppy dog shows. He's got the John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. Norm in real life is Matt Myra from The Nerdist Uncle. Oh wow. And speaking of, and I forgot it, and I'm not going to get too Wait. into detail. Yeah. Perfect segue. Uh, my lady today is a she's a film producer, a movie maker, uh, documentaries, and she hired a new person to help her with some major camera operations and things like that. Who the last that? guy's name was Van Halen, and she made a joke. Oh my God, Van Halen. <laughs> That'd be cool if it was Eddie Van Halen's son, and the, the other guy who was in on the hiring said, "Oh, it is Van Halen's son." Oh my son. God! Okay. And the la- the other lady who was hiring my lady said, "No, his name is Wolfgang." He goes like, "No, this is Mark. This is Alex's son." Oh. So my lady hired Alex's Van Halen's son to help her with her new film that she's producing. Alex was a drummer. Yeah, and he lives in Boulder, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and awesome. I'm a. If you guys don't know, I'm, a, I'm an insane Van Halen fan. I almost said I'm not gonna say it because I can't say it because it's weird. But uh, you can do callback. Oh, Jeff gets hard with it. No, I'll tell you guys after the show. <laughs> it's not weird. It's like, Boss, I need a couple weeks off. I'm going to Panama. No, I, dude, my first concert I've ever seen was uh, Eddie, was Sammy Hagar Van Halen. The last show I ever saw at Red Rocks was David Lee Roth Van Halen. Whoa, uh, I love him. Yeah, man. Some weird backwards tunnel. So now I'm just like begging my lady. Yeah, you like, time, you yeah. have to tell this this person you're hiring how much I'm into his your uncle. Like, that's, <laughs> and that's really strange. That's hey, really strange. Uh, is your uncle gonna be here? Yeah, is your uncle gonna be there? <laughs> I really want to meet hey, your uncle. Hey, you know his uncle's not telling him, like, hey, you should let that guy know how much I'm into him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I don't mind. I met Sammy Hagar at my old job, and I geeked out in front of him, and I would never do that for anybody, but I so geeked out, and he gave me the weirdest look, and he and I just told him. I have never thought I'd fanboy in front of everybody. I've met so many famous people, and then I remember met a member of Van Halen, and I fucking froze. Is that your biggest fanboy moment? As far as I've met bigger people, but as far as like getting nervous and like couldn't speak, yeah, I couldn't. I barely. I just tripping over my words, and I just could barely say what I had to say to him. All the blood rushed out of his dude. And, and the whole, well, here's the best part about that story. The best part about that story is when I'm talking to Sammy Hagar, the band uh, Nickelback was standing right behind him, <laughs> and I never even. And they expected me to, next to be like, "Hey, man," I'm, and I just walked away because I was so fanboyed. And I left Nickelback hanging. I guess. <laughs> 
That's um, funny. And this is, they were this great is guys, how you remind way. me. I, I won't hate on Nickelback. They were they were very nice dudes. No, I yeah, never. Not really, but I. I think like meeting and knowing Chuck Jones when I was young enough to like not have a fanboy moment set me up for I was like, what is this guy gonna be less cool than the most important dude in my life? It's fair. Yeah. Mitch, you ever have a fanboy moment? Mm. I've had kind of two, but. I've had, yeah, I've had two. My most recent one was at Comic-Con, and I met D. Bradley Baker, and I got... And he was like, can you drive me home to agree with that? Dude, I love American Dad, and I love Klaus on there. Klaus. And I had just eaten this, like, giant lollipop edible, and so in line, it was just like, I was fine one moment, and then the next moment, I was just like, and I was just like, I got up to the front of the line, and I was like, I like Klaus, American Dad. Like, like That's what I was, dude. And then like, he was like, all right, what's your name? And I was like, it's Mitch. And he wrote, Mitch, don't eat fish. But I was going to be like, hello, D. Bradley Baker. My name is Mitch. You don't know me, but I know from wikipedia you, and uh, you just, you know, being a, a voice actor. I want to be a voice actor. Anyway, uh, you know, like, I know that you spent a good chunk of your life in Greeley, and I also am living in Greeley currently at the time of this story. So I was going to connect with him, and he was going to write a funny thing about Greeley on this picture of Klaus. But then uh, he just wrote, Mitch, don't eat fish. D. Bradley Baker. I like that even your plan was the fanboy. Yeah. Even your plan was the fanboy because the not fanboy oh, that conversation with a famous person is go. Hey, D. Bradley Baker, I'm a really big fan. Uh, uh, not to be creepy, I heard you lived in Greeley too. I used to live in Greeley. Yeah, whole thing done. Not creepy, and they'll talk to you about it. Well, it's also, probably better that I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> A, a, a good cool trick that Dana Gould taught me. Name drop, why don't you, Jay? Yeah. yeah. No, but for real, he told me. Mean Gene Oakland his favorite thing told to me. Do was, <laughs> no, but he, he's a fanboy, though, man. Like, he really has the experience of, like, when he gets to meet Sven Gulli, he freaked the fuck out for two days. Who's Sven Gulli? The guy who runs a public access horror yes. TV no, no, no. show. Who's that was my childhood. Was yeah. So Dana Sven Gould had to, like, go and get together before he could go do that show. Right. And, like, left a festival early to have a day to collect his thoughts yeah, yeah. before he had to be on it because he got a late announcement like hey would you, you want can this? watch Svengoolie here in Colorado yeah it's on it's his son it's probably his grandson at this point because I remember it's, watching Son of Svengoolie it's a totally unattached dude who took over but this guy he wears the a, same costume this is the, the same guy you watched yeah. oh, Svengoolie <laughs> yeah. was my shit the guy man. who plays him now is the same guy who played him when we okay, were kids he's basically the, I think I'm talking right is Sammy Terry is that was who that was out here or is that an Indiana thing as well I Sammy think, Terry I think that's that might have been northern Indiana Svengoolie was this Chicago based yeah it got played show. on WG yeah WGN. Oh, that's why that's but no. Yes. It was it was it was an on G- WGN the whole run. It was briefly on WGN in the late seventies, early eighties. He played and it got like cult. Famous. I've never heard of it. Dude, he played the classic Warner Brothers, looks black like and Captain white, Jason. up to like the most. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Let me see. Up to the most like the guy, the new guy's doing it looks just huh. like that. Looks just like that. That's him. And it was just kind of like Elvira or what I remember, Sammy Terry. That was Fort Wayne actually, Indiana. Sammy Terry. He's way older than you think. So great. So so is Elvira. And she looks way younger than she looks, yeah. man. It's crazy. Virus from Carlos. Jerry yeah, G. Bishop was Spanguli from 1970 to 1973. Yeah. And then Rich Coz from 1979 to prison. Yeah, that was my dude, Rich Coz. So the guy who's doing guy. it now has been doing so it. So he's the son. The he's the son of Spanguli. Well, what do you used to call him? Yeah, he dropped that like yeah. 10 years ago. Um, 
So like, but Dana's trick is, is look, if you don't already know, because if you're not already like a crazy fan, but you're just a big enough fan, you're worried you're going to fall apart. Look up what their worst received project ever was. Mm-hmm. And then tell them you liked it. That's how you get in. Because no actor other than people that are in trouble for tax money do things they don't believe in. Like something might fall apart in the edit, something might not go well on set, but when they got talked into it, they wanted it to be a good thing. So if you go up to Adam West and tell him, like, hey man, I love you on Pete Pete, while everybody else is talking about American Dad and. and uh, Batman. Well, what happens if they ask follow-up questions? What up? Know them. You you should be a big enough fan if you're worried about being like, uh, hey, hi, that you'd be able to be like, well, no, that was my favorite part was how subdued you know your whole thing was, and that's kind of what Seth MacFarlane stole the whole. Like, you'd be able to get away with it quick, man. But that's how you get them to go. Oh, really? No, well, that was that was more fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, like bullshit, man. Well, one of my it best. Works. I do it with podcasters all the time. Uh, what are we at on? One of my moments like that is uh, I was upstairs at my old job before we end. I got to tell the story. Uh, there, when I was sitting at my desk one day, one of, a guy came in and I could hear him downstairs at the desk. And he came to the owner of Twist and Shout, and he was just like, "Hey, I need some help with something." And he was an older gentleman, and he just wanted help like getting his notes put together at the end of his life. And I heard him talking about it, and we kind of suggested him to go somewhere or do something. I don't know. And I kind of overheard it. And then the person who was down there helping him came up, and I was like, what were you guys talking about? I was like, that guy kind of was not wasting the time of what was going on downstairs, but it was the original designer of the Death Star, the X-Wing Falcon. Um, He designed all of the original first Star Wars movie stuff. He was in on almost every design. The guy who drew him? Yeah, he brought in... Ralph McQuarrie? Yes, it was Ralph. I wanted to say Ralph McQuarrie, but I didn't want to be wrong. That's why I was asking. I was like, the guy who drew it? Because that's him. He came in. He came in with... They had it on that display at the Army. Yeah, Yeah. he came in, and he lives in Boulder, and has an assistant. She just helped him in, and they didn't tell me, and everybody at work knew. You know, I'm the biggest Star Wars guy, because I literally would have came down and been like, I will come to your house every day, and do whatever. And you would just like Jacob said, just saying like not and not saying because Star Wars is his biggest thing so yeah. I'm not appealing to it as the smallest thing but at the end of his life and he just needs someone there's no one there to help this dude yeah. and this dude created the shit that almost millions and billions of people love and it's just like dude he can't even get a dime even a guy like that if you looked it up and found out he also did set design on Buckaroo Banzai mm. oh my god you're like hey man nice to meet you Star Wars is amazing but Buckaroo Banzai is the shit you know he'd have some jacket old, in this closet guys, like, oh you like that like, movie oh really yeah, oh, exactly. So cool. Yes. So I know, dude. Yeah. I love Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. I just feel bad, and now I would, I'm not a guy who will also I just groups immediately the time that I loved him as Laura and Steve Urkel's boss on Family Matters. Mm. And right. To me, like, holy shit, how do you remember that? I was like, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, he's that. like, I don't remember being he on. He wears a red vest. And okay, it's a hell of a drug. Joint for two episodes. It's mm. awesome. So spice, apparently. And I didn't Spice. even that one up. Spice. I am that big of a proof It's going to be a hell of a drug. I like Family Matters, but I don't remember Steve Urkel's boss. Oh, I hate that They worked show. at a burger joint for like three episodes. Eddie, that was Keenan and Kel. No, Eddie, Laura, and Steve all worked at a burger <gasps> joint, and their colors. Is that things. a spinoff? No. Oh, you blew my mind. I've never watched either show, but I'm like, if there's a connection, now I have to watch all of them. Well, that was good, yeah. good burger. Home of the good yeah. burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> what? That's a sad thing. They quit talking for years and years. They finally yeah, talk. they got addicted to orange soda. Because Lord no, Michaels no. is a psychopath who likes to test people's lo- loyalty. Loyalties? Like, 
Hey, so you two have been performing together since you were nine? Well, you give him up. Cool, I'm only me. hiring one of you. Yeah. You're going to try out against each other? Go. All right, I'll hire you. But He I breaks a pool <laughs> stick in half and just throws it on the ground. That's, <laughs> we're going to have try. That is what he's accused of having done. I, I've, read the, I've read many different volumes of the, new, the Saturday Night Live book, and that one doesn't even touch on everything. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty ruthless. All right, is there anything else we want to touch on? We're at 115. This is the free no. zone. We're in the twilight zone. We're in free, uh, free floating, free I time. I want to touch on something, but I'll talk about it next week. All right, all right. Yeah, you're going to touch, <laughs> to touch on it first and then come back. <laughs> you're going to touch on me and then talk about it. You're going to tease us. That's why I think I'm pregnant, you guys. No. Nope. I'm going to say I haven't promoted anything in a while. If any of our listeners happen to live in northern Colorado, I run three different shows now in Loveland, Colorado. Miss Jones is going to be headlining uh, The Born yeah. Bull. Which is a butcher it's shop a great, yeah. bar. It's yeah, unbelievable. Dude. And it's there's like dead pigs hanging and there's beer dead pours. Dead pigs hanging. Joke sauce slanging. You yeah. gonna slaughter that crap? It's, oh, dude, I've done that room before. I love it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I love chillers. The, which I'm suggesting today. strongly. I'm suggesting I ate there today. I got macaroni and cheese topped with a uh, sweet and spicy pulled pork, and it's amazing. Holy uh, fuck! But yeah, Verboten Brewery, and uh, the if you guys haven't been to Chillers in your life, just go once, just to get a shot of Jim Beam and observe. It's which the best Tuesday people watching. Don't even just go to Chillers. <laughs> I'm not even my show's on a, a two second Tuesdays, but I'm just saying if you're ever by Loveland, just hang out at Chillers for a minute. It's an amazing place. Uh, okay. Subscribe to Whiskey and Sigs. Go to Loveland. Mitch, what do you got coming up? Uh, the next thing I'll be doing is Comedy Works New Faces Contest on August 15th. August 15th. Downtown Comedy Works. Downtown. That'll be a Wednesday night? Downtown. And it will be a Wednesday night, yes. Use promo code. Uh, or you I don't know if there is a... Downtown. Hit up Mitch on the old Facebook. He'll get you in free. Mitch I've been pretty much in. off of Facebook. I've been on Twitter. Hit him up on any dating app, I Mitch, guess. Mitch there. was tired of those robots breaking his heart, so he got off the Facebook. Don't go breaking my heart. And then, as always, Matt's got El Chirito. I'll be bartending. The home Friday. of everything. <laughs> Hit the comedy room room up. Buy drinks. Tip your bartenders well, including our beloved Nate Balding. Yeah, he's he's down there right now. That's why he's not on. He's down there working hard. So if you're listening to this live somehow, go to El Chirito. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a double black hole now, so I think all things are. You're a time traveler. Go back to this episode. We are on Rick and Morty. I've just started watching that show again, and it's it's totally the world we're living in now. If you are outside the van picking this up on a satellite radar dish, are we going tweet or no tweet? No tweet. No tweet. Well, that'd be cool if our fans could vote. In this weird black hole we live in, before as we say, we say tweet no tweet. And then we already have results, and then we know. All right, no tweet this well, week. Wait, that's how we know you we don't have a really weird one. All right, here's a weird one. This is a weird one by one-time James Bond, an unofficial. Well, you do have speaks. one pulled up. Shit. Okay. Uh, father sponsor George Lazenby. I was born in the morning, and I will be there in the morning to see if you have any questions. Please feel to. F- Please feel free to contact me at any time, and I will be there in the morning. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at any time, and I will be there in the morning. <laughs> that's that's great. I like that. That's great. I, fi- I just I think <laughs> Nate would want us to pick the weirdest one we could find. Uh, that was a great one. Uh, as always, Excelsior! This has been a sex pot comedy joint. 
collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpopcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends. 